Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. I'm delighted to host this podcast and share key trends and innovations for each of the 25 industries we serve. At SAP, we like to say that we speak the language of our customers, and this language is industry. We've been supporting all industries for more than 50 years now, and it's exciting to launch this podcast and discuss with industry experts the business value that they get from our solutions. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Industry Insights Podcast by SAP. My name is Tom Raftery, and with me on the show today, I have my special guest, Shefali. Shefali, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Thank you, Tom. Um, yes, I'm Shefali Sharma. I am a business process consultant at SAP, and I focus in CX marketing with a background in retail and CPG um, prior to my experience at SAP. And now I focus on helping customers um, advisory and innovation in the CX space and how we can create that brand engagement through an omni-channel experience in marketing. Okay, and when you say an omni-channel experience, what kind of omni-channel experience are you talking about? Sure. So um, if we specifically talk about retail, um, you know, we see today that we buy our clothes online, right, more than we used to before. And that omni-channel piece of it is that you can buy an item online or you can buy that same item in the store, right? So it's basically keeping that presence, omni-presence, that anywhere and everywhere so that you have that accessibility to buy that product at any time at your convenience um, and also being engaged with that brand at any time and any and anytime anywhere so you can see that brand um, you know on your phone you can see it on your desktop on the website or you can walk into a brick and mortar store and still have that same experience all around okay and so a lot of the issues that people have when they're buying clothes online though is that you don't get to try it before you buy it you know you can go into a into a physical store and go into the changing room and try on the clothes but that's not something you can do online and that leads to big problems with returns right yes it's actually a huge inconvenience not just for the customer but also for uh the retailer and um i'm sure you may have had that same experience where you don't want to go try on that same, you know, piece that same item of clothing three, four times just to make sure that you have the right size. And even if you don't have the right size, it's super disappointing. I'm sure that it doesn't fit and you've tried everything on. Um, and, you know, now that we've gone through this whole COVID, you know, experience, people have started to buy items online even more so. And it's even more frustrating to order all these items, wait for everything to be shipped to you. And then you find out that, oh, darn, it doesn't, it doesn't fit, right? It's a very frustrating feeling. And then what's even more frustrating in that process is that you have to go return it, right? And the process of returning can be such a hassle. And um, yes, it's a hassle to us, but it actually costs a retailer between 20 to 30 euros just for that process of that return. Um, you know, sometimes you can order um, many items in a box, but you're only returning one thing, but there's paying for the shipping of, you know, multiple items and, you know, the operations that goes behind it too, right? The stamps, the, the shipping costs, the 
people to put it back onto the shelves. That all costs so much money for that retailer that it, they actually lose money um, from all these returns. And it's actually a, a $1 trillion bracketing problem. And for people who don't know what bracketing is, bracketing is the the concept of you know returning these items when people buy multiple sizes of one item and anything that is the extra is the return in the sizes that didn't fit. And um, that causes, you know, this, what we just talked about mm-hmm. is this increase in these operational expense. And that's a huge problem, you know, hitting in the trillions, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I, I actually had that experience last year. I was buying a pair of Nike runners and my, my shoe size is 42. So I ordered a pair of 42s. They were way too small for me. So I ordered a pair of 43s they were way too small for me. So then I ordered a 44, 45 and 46. <laughs> and it turned out the 45 fit me, but my shoe size is 40. It's just, it was weird. So I, I sent a whole right. bunch of shoes back and kept one pair. So that, that, and it's not just the cost, but I felt very guilty about the, the emissions associated with that shipping mm-hmm. both directions. So it's just, it's, it's, it's horrible. So how do we fix that? Yeah. So like you said, emissions, right. And this huge, um, talk about sustainability, it is actually very inconvenient and also costs so much just to return all those items and what it does to, um, us producing so many more items that we actually don't need. So, you know, we are different sizes with different brands. So there is this, you know, lack of consistency, right? So how do we, fix that? How do we fix this problem of, hey, how do we make this less frustrating for the customer? How do we not make it so expensive for the retailer, but also for them to have um, this position to reduce the amount of inventory and these amount of clothing that they're continue to um, push out, especially in fast fashion, right? And that is such a sustainability issue. So the best way that we can kind of solve for it, and one of the, you know, I'm sure there's many other ways to solve for it, but one of the ways that, um, you know, we can solve for this issue or this problem is sizing, right? Is to get accurate sizing. And um, today we have that technology more than ever before, right? With artificial intelligence is to get the proper sizing by scanning, you know, what, you know, your body measurements are and the dimensions are so that we can look into the system, into the data to see what items do we have that will actually fit you to the closest, um, you know, match that best fits your body, right? So that you don't have to go and try those multiple sizes. You don't have to go and return and do those processes and cost X amount of dollars for the retailer. You can narrow the margin of the sizes that you do order, if you knew before, you know, what items would fit best for you before you even ordered them. Um, And that technology is not something that is new out there, right? When we can see artificial intelligence of, you know, how does an item look in a room, right? A lot of other companies have done that. Um, You know, the Wayfairs of the world and Ikeas of the world where they have a mobile app that is gives you the ability to see what it looks like in your room and also you know we see with warby parker you can do virtual um glasses kind of like this glasses where you can see what you look like in those specific frames and you know in the same concept you know 
there can be many, many other retailers that can have that same type of ability, but for clothes. And um, that's something that hasn't been tackled yet consistently in the market, right? Maybe we'll see one shoe company that does it or, you know, one glasses frame that does that. But, you know, it should be a standard for retail all around or, you know, any other company that find that to be a good fit. Um, but that's not a standard, right? And as we go more and more and more and more into this online world, that should be something that um, should be a standard and also not this to, so that it doesn't create this kind of overwhelming experience for that customer so that they can just be like, okay, I already know what brand and what size it's going to fit me, but just by scanning, um, you know, my body, mm-hmm. you know, either, whether it is a mirror in a brick and mortar store or on my phone app, et cetera. Um, that should be something that, you know, is not only just going to create a great experience for the customer, but universally, like we talked about before for, you know, many parties involved. Uh, interesting. We had a podcast a couple of weeks back with a company called Footprint to do that very thing just for shoes. So you, you put your foot on a sheet of A4 paper, which is a known size. And then you take a couple of pictures of it from different angles and they can then work out your proper shoe size. And again, as you said, it, it varies by company. So then, then they compare it to the different companies, shoe sizes and give you the right uh, size for your shoe for, uh, for, for, for per, per brand. So by, by the different brands. So what you're saying is similar, but not for just shoes, but actually for your entire body. And that way you can get shirts or jackets or pants or skirts or whatever it is that actually fit first time, right? Yes, yes. And if it doesn't, then it's actually, you know, creating just a smaller margin of items that you would purchase, right? And so for me, sometimes I don't know if I'm a zero or two or four or even a six, like that's the range that I could fit in. So wouldn't it be nice if I'm just between a zero and a two and I'm just, you know, trying these two items instead of four. Um, And, you know, and I don't know what dress, like, especially for department stores, right? Department stores are such a great example where you have hundreds of different brands that sit in one department store. So what you could be a size two in one specific brand is very different than another brand, right? If we take a jean company, jeans company is like, it's, it's, it's infamous in the door, you know, for knowing that, Hey, if you get the right pair of jeans buy like 10 of them, <laughs> because you may never, you may never get those jeans the same size ever again. So, you know, why go through this hassle? Why, you know, even, um, when the technology is there, right? The technology is there. And, you know, especially SAP, we have this ability and we've had this ability to um, create something that is a standard for the industry, right? You know, we have the tools that do it, you know, not only in the CX space, but we have it, um, you know, in the artificial intelligence space to create all these kind of integrations to make it happen. And, you know, you really do work with customers that have that data of that brand and the sizing already. And it's now just kind of plugging that information into the platforms we have to actually make it come to life. Okay. And it no, we don't have a customer who's doing that at the moment, but this is something that we could certainly work with customers to do because, as you say, we have all the uh, all the technology to do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, you know, customers 
kind of look at something like a digital mirror or something that is, you know, a scanning on an app, kind of a luxury item, or it's like, hey, this is just an add on to the experience. But as we just mentioned before, it's so much more to that, right? And I think maybe it's the value that's not seen for the long term of what it actually can do. So I think a lot of people think it's more of a nice to have then, hey, this is actually, you know, setting a whole standard for the industry and you're actually going to long-term wise create a more um, loyal customer base because they're looking to you as saying, hey, like you appreciate my experience. Um, you're also creating this, you know, sustainability front of, hey, like you're, you're you, you know, potentially that you're, creating sizes that are best, you know, based on the median average of people that are purchasing it based on the right sizes and reducing your inventory costs. And then also making my, my experience of the returns and understanding what I need a lot faster before I even actually make the purchase. And why wouldn't I go to you compared to the other guy online? Right. So, you know, that experience is worth so much more. And I think, you know, yes, the investment to do something in the short term may cost a lot, but in the long term, it is, you know, going to be a gift that keeps on giving. I feel. Yeah, no, I, I get your point about loyalty because uh, there's a particular type of uh, shirt that I get and I get it from a particular brand because I know it's going to fit. So, you know, I, I, if I know it's going to fit, then I keep going back and ordering, you know, that that particular brand of shirt, slightly different colors, but <laughs> but at least I know I know yeah. it's going to fit. So I, I go back to them again and again. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I always say this, like, um, so I teach on the side, you know, disruptive marketing and innovation at Drexel. And I teach my students this quote, and I always say this quote in class. And I say, if you want a new idea, read an old book. And, um, you know, we are all going to go back into this sense of tailoring that whole period of where we got our ta- like clothes tailor made and tailor fit to us. And now we're just bringing that back in just uh, techno- like with technology, right? And using tech to our advantage to create that um, type of experience. Okay. Okay. Very good. So Shafali, what, what, what job is left to be done? Sure. You know, um, the big picture of all of this is to, of course, improve the customer experience, but we want to make sure that we decrease returns, right? Because knowing the expense of what it causes, um, increase that brand value, improve the in-store sales experience, reduce the stress of the customer, and then, of course, you know, help the sustainability cause. Okay, great. Shafali, is this something that we would be selling to retailers or making for retailers or for brands? Like, I don't know, I mentioned Nike earlier, but that's shoes. So maybe Hugo Boss or uh, Zara or would it be that kind of uh, customer? Who would this be for? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think retail is a great place to start, you know, like the Zara's of the world, Lululemon's of the world, anything that even has a large scale of, uh, you know, a company that's already going through returns, you know, left and right, and they want to reduce that. So there's no limitation to who we go to. Like, you know, definitely, if you can imagine it, I'm sure we can create it. And, you know, even if it's like from an accessory to a watch to a handbag, whatever it is, 
um, and how you want to display that based on what you look like and how you look like and what it is, um, you know, kind of having this reflection to see something before you buy it on, on you and with you, then, you know, why not? You know, I definitely think that's something that we could do. Okay. Superb. We're coming towards the end of the podcast now, Shafali. Is there any question I haven't asked that you wish I had, or is there any aspect of this that we've not touched on that you think it's important for people to think about? Sure. Yeah. I think I'm going to just reiterate kind of what I said before is, you know, this may be something as a short-term investment for a company to do, and it may look like a uh, long battle of an implementation or something to create as a nice to have. But at the end of the day, in the long term, this is going to create such a benefit for that retailer and also for that customer that they're going, you're going to be the only choice instead of just being a choice. And I think that's really important to, you know, um, keep in mind when you're thinking of creating technology with your product that is in the retail and CPG space that may not have a technology component to it, but that technology piece to it assists the buyer in understanding that your product is better than someone else's. Shivali, that's been great. Thanks a million for coming to the podcast. If people want to know more about yourself or about CPG or any of the things that we discussed in the podcast today, where would you have me direct them? Sure. You know, they can definitely check out my LinkedIn, um, which, you know, I can provide to you and for, for you to post. And of course, my email, it's shafali.sharma at sap.com. Cool. We'll put that in the notes. Shafali, that's been really interesting. Thanks a million for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. Thank you for listening to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast. If you want to explore our industry portfolio to find the solutions you need to run your business better, faster and simpler, please visit us at sap.com slash industries.